Nili Latu is a rugby survivor. 18 years after making his professional debut, the former Tonga captain is still clearing rucks and making tackles at the ripe age of 39 for Hino, Red Dolphins and the Japanese Top League. He's played over 50 tests for the Ikaletahi and Pacific Islanders, including at two Rugby World Cups, and told me that he hasn't yet ruled out playing into a fifth decade. My motivation at first was always my family, putting my family first and... You know, it's um, working for them, uh, not for myself. And I guess moving from Tonga quite young as well and understanding um, being in a, in a household with um, six brothers, one sister, uh, seeing the parents uh, also um, struggling to uh, make ends. So that was my motivation quite early from high school uh, leading into my career. And now I have a family with four kids and, and you know, that's my, my drive at the moment. Never thought I'll, I'll go this long, chasing getting into my 40s. Um, but, you know, one thing I realised uh, through my journey now that I had so many plans along the way, um, I believe it was my faith that got me this far. And, you know, I'm really thankful and blessed that um, God has blessed me for to keep um, uh, kicking on uh, in this career. And, um, you know, I can really say that I'm really enjoying my you know, these last couple of years, just my rugby, you know, knowing that whatever happens, happen and whatever God's plan is and, and that's the way it is. And I guess, you know, this year I had the mindset of, you know, it's quite hard being here without the family. Uh, my two older ones are in college. So um, I miss a lot of being there as a father uh, on hand uh, most time. Credit to my wife, you know, for holding the family down uh, while I'm away. And um, I'm on the verge of, like, oh, I'm not sure at the moment, 50-50, if I'm going to, uh, hang the boots up or come back home. So whereabouts are your family, your wife and children? We've been based in Auckland uh, since we moved to New Zealand. So um, my boys at Sacred Heart College and my girls at um, Auckland Girls. So, um, when did you last get to see them? I think August. So I've been here, I think, going into nine months, eight months now, uh, through pre-season and, and then the season. So that was last year. So it's, it's quite hard. And it's just not myself. A lot of... Uh, um, the boys are, are here without their families as well. So um, it is quite tough at the moment, just with the COVID and the travel and the, everything else. But yeah, hopefully um, I get to uh, see them soon. Have you been playing professional rugby nearly for for over half your life, maybe? Yeah, I went uh, professional uh, since 2003. Uh, it's 2021 now. So, uh, you know, like what I said, I've been blessed in so many ways, um, you know, with my career. Uh, with my family and um, I still have the hunger to to play on you know I have to uh, put my family first at the moment and, and see what's best for them you know I shared with uh, a lot of my friends um, the struggle that I I went through um, as a child and you know just not having you know the the things that um, the normal kids had and and uh, my driving factor was always trying to do my best to give them, uh, my kids a head start it's school, sports, or, or whatever. Um, but that's my motivation, knowing that this is not a, a career that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. It's a short term for some people, it's short term, and some people are lucky enough to go long as I do. But for me, it's getting up, it's, you know, for, for my kids and, 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 my, and for my family. What do your kids think about you still playing? Do they watch you? Do they give you advice? I just get told I'm old um, uh, all the time. But um, yeah, it's. Um, you know, it's funny uh, watching uh, them grow and their character. You know, from day one, they were always watching my game and supporting. And now they're going to their 
teenager um, in their life and and it's all about that you're old you know look at these guys at 22 23 year old you're playing against them and it's um for me that gives me motivation to do better um you know the things they say to me and um i guess for me just be, as a father is trying to implant that to them as um, you know it's not how talented you are but how hard you, you want it and, and work hard for it so something that i want them to see uh, it's not about my age but the drive is there and and just trying to provide for them i guess you've had a varied career as you say you went professional in 2003 is there any particular memory that, that sticks out from your time in the pros my first year at Bell Plenty uh, that's something that I will never forget <clears throat> it was probably the hardest time in my life uh, training wise you know going into an environment that I was in uh, familiar with but having coaches um, like Vern Cotter and Joe Smith Keith Roberts as a, as a trainer and we just had a, a bunch of guys that our home union didn't want us but to see the growth and the work that Vern uh, and Joe did to the team and where we went from there guys went to all, made All Blacks and et cetera and et cetera I guess, you know, one of the biggest highlights for myself was, you know, to play for my country. You know, having other dreams along the way when you're playing in New Zealand, you know, the black jersey. But, you know, quite early uh, in my career, I had to make a decision of chasing the black jersey or, or going with the money and, and, and helping my family. It's a decision that, you know, I'm very grateful I, I made quite early in, in my career. And, you know, when I look back now, I'm so blessed to, to still be playing. Because there are a lot of players in your position uh, with the ability to play for a New Zealand, Australia and a Pacific Island nation, perhaps two, that don't commit to a Tonga Ikalatahi early. I, I guess maybe with Moana Pacifica and the Fijian and Drua coming in, this could be an opportunity now for more players to be able to make that decision sooner. And Yeah, I mean, what a blessing. And you know, it's been a dream in the pipeline for, for many years. But finally, um, you know, getting the opportunity to to have two teams going into the competition next year. You know, I, I guess, you know, the first question you ask about uh, players, you know, holding off playing for, for Tonga or Samoa or Fiji, you know, I was on the same boat. You know, it's a hard decision because understanding, you know, being an Islander in New Zealand, there's a lot of expectation uh, from your families uh, to provide. And, and I really understand why people choose to go with New Zealand or Australia or other international teams. Um, there is funding there. You can get put bread on the table for your family. And I do really feel for my home country as well. You know, I guess if you take money out of the whole rugby thing, I, I guess there'll be a different picture. I'm guessing a lot of our own Tongan boys will go back and play for Tonga because there's no money. But I guess money these days make people make the decision that they will live with. Hoping with this uh, new comp and, and our new two teams from the Pacific or open a lot of doors. And, and that's something that I, I share with a lot of the young uh, young boys who come through Japan. At the moment, we've got uh, Okut Pulu uh, with us, Liaki Moli. Uh, Paulius Manu was here as well. He's gone back home. But something I, I share with, tried to share with the Pacific boys is rugby, for me, it's all about getting as much as you can out of it because it, I, I see it as a, it helps start your, your life with your family and stuff like that. A lot of guys will chase the jersey and then they hang it on the wall and they go back to nine to five job, which is not a, you know, that's not a bad thing. I guess everybody has their own motivation, but trying to encourage our young Polynesians. Um, and, you know, I'm grateful that we got the two teams for next year and hopefully that will change the way they make the decision and go forward. 
So Nelly, can you make it to 40? Are you going to be ringing these Moana Pacifica people saying I'm available? It's a hard one. Um, I saw like had made my decision of 50-50 hanging up my boots, but um, just today I just uh, I got another offer from uh, from another club. So I'm just at the moment I'm sitting on the fence. I just got to have a have a look at it, and if it fits in with with a time period, then I'll probably carry on. Uh, and if not, then I guess I'll come home and just enjoy the club rugby and, and see how it goes from there. Also, even if you came back to New Zealand, you'd still be playing. You'd still be lacing up the boots and club rugby. Yeah, I, I guess when the lockdown last year, um, when I came back, one of the things I, I always wanted to dream was to play ITM again. And if it was for the Bay or even because I lived in Auckland. Um, so I came in uh, last year, I trained with Auckland. I had to let the club, uh, my club here in Japan, know that I would love to uh, play ITM if I do get the opportunity. And I guess they said yes at the time. And got to the end, I got offered to... Um, the contract uh, to play ITM for Auckland. And my club here pulled a plug at the last minute. So um, I guess we're coming back from that. Uh, yes, I was disappointed not to get the opportunity to to play ITM again, but um, it's all like drives me to to come back and, and have another go. So uh, I guess that's where my mindset is at the moment. Uh, getting home is probably won't put the boot, uh, boots up straight away. Um, I'll give it another crack and, and see what happens. Uh, so you played 54 tests all up, I think it was, 48 for Tonga, uh, six for the Pacific Islanders. Um, did you think you'd play that many tests when you played your last one in 2017? Did you think it would be the last? Did you know that? Um, I didn't know that was my last test for Tonga. And that's something that has stuck with me uh, with my journey uh, up till now was just I wish that in a way um, the coaching staff had that, the same idea. I played it that my last test was in Tonga and that was after nine years of not having any test matches in, in Tonga. I guess from my point of view that if I wasn't in, in the scene after the 2017 and I guess being home for the first time after nine years and playing at the front of my own people, I would love to announce my retirement from international uh, just at the front of my, my people. But I guess I had other ideas of, of carrying on playing for Tonga and I guess... Uh, I didn't fit into their coaching um, and their setup uh, going forward, so which I respect that. I haven't closed the door on, on my international career yet, um, but I guess you know whatever happens, happens, and you know that's that's life. You know, it obviously was important to you to play in front of your people, to play at home. Not being able to do that for so long, how difficult was that? And, and then when you got to go back and play home in front of the Tongan people, what did that mean to the team, to the country? You know, you can talk to any Tongan. Uh, we're, we're proud um, people, but I felt like we were exiled for, for so many years. And I, I guess that's through our own doing. That's either our, our board or, or government or politics. But I, I really believe, you know, that's one of the memories that I'll, I'll hold. Um, and the reason why, you know, I decided to play for Tonga um, was for my people, um, you know, and, and the struggle. And just hoping, you know, there is a, a, a light in the tunnel that you could, you know, help somebody. You know, you look at Malakai Fekitoa, you know, the George Moala, they come through. You know, they all, Malakai grew up in Tonga. But hoping, you know, they see that sort of uh, inspiration from those sort of players that they can make it out of Tonga. And being there was a packed, it was packed crowd. And, you know, for some of the players, first time in Tonga, playing in Tonga, for them, they just, they wanted more. It was 80 minutes, but, it made the whole country happy for 80 minutes. And that's something that, 
it's really hard even our own government cannot do and our own people cannot do. But when it comes to sports, if it's either league or, or rugby, you know, that's the only moment that I see our country really happy. Our rugby and, and league brings our people together. And that's something that's unique that we hold dear hardly. And I, I guess that's where we push more and just want to win the game for, for our people.